So what's up with the fish shirt? Oh my gosh, such a sore subject. I meant to wear this for your Tampa episode. Oh, it would have been perfect for Tampa. It what would. happened? It's not so perfect for best and worst of. <laughs> what happened was I just rolled up to the studio in the shirt I was in, and I sat down in the booth, and that was a wrap. We you started got, rolling. You got distracted very quickly, didn't mm -hmm. you? Yeah. I, I'm pretty insistent. I didn't want to wear the same shirt twice. So. Oh, all right. Well, so looks... I'm wearing the fish shirt to wrap up 2023. <laughs> I don't know what the, the significance of that is. I don't think it's the Chinese year of the fish. No, I don't think so. And I don't, that looks like a swordfish anyway. So, it is. yeah. All right. Well, you know, maybe we'll pull it out for like a, a beach episode one day. I'm going to retire it after this episode. <laughs> Are you? Yeah. Oh, I think one so. and done. <laughs> one and done. I think I've worn it before. Oh, all right. It's on the photo at our YouTube site, at our YouTube channel. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, speaking it's the of thumbnail. YouTube. Speaking of YouTube, <laughs> why don't you head over there right now? Oh. Hit subscribe. Yeah. Hit like, make a comment. Comment always helps the algorithm, right, Phil? That is right. <laughs> and we have Phil in the studio with us this week. Hey. So, uh, yeah. So, if oh, and if you're listening, uh, we always appreciate a rating or a review on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. That also helps us a lot. So, uh, yeah, you know, we do our part. We'd like it if you could help us. That's right. We out here in these streets, people. <laughs> Check the mic and make sure it sounds right, boys. Hey listeners, ever wonder what it would be like to blow up your comfort zone at the tender age of 50? Well, we did just that. When our last kid went off to college, we hit the road in search of a new hometown. Now we bounce from city to city and bring you along for the ride. This is the Skip Town All-Stars podcast. What's up, All-Stars? Welcome back to another episode. I'm not going to say it's special this time, even though it is. <laughs> we are doing the recap 2023, the best and the worst. No better time. Hope your holidays are going well. How you doing, Trixie? I'm doing great, as always. I feel like I give that same answer all the time. One day I'm going to walk in and say, I'm doing terrible. Then what are you going to do? I'm going to believe you because you have no reason to lie. And the show is still going to have to happen, even though I'm doing terrible. Mm -hmm. And I'll say, despite you being terrible right now, feeling terrible, I should say, you're never being terrible. Really? Really. Oh, that's nice of you to say. You're a little mean sometimes. But other than that, you're generally pretty good. Oh, glad to hear that. Yeah. All right. So now we're going to, uh, I'm going to, I'm doing great and it's not terrible. And we are going to talk about the best and worst experiences of 2023. Are you ready? I am ready. Are you ready, Phil? Producer Phil, Podcast Studios Orlando. I am ready to learn all about the best experiences and the worst experiences of 2023. Because now that I'm a part of this, I'm going to ask you which towns are best for people who look like me? Oh, just saying. Right. I want to know. Okay. Okay. Should we start with that one? Uh, should we start with that? I don't know. Uh -huh. It threw me for a loop. I got to think about that. Got him. Uh, <laughs> I shouldn't have to, but I kind of do. But you should. Yeah. Okay. Unfortunately, I have right? to see it through a new lens whenever we roll up to a new town. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I would say that he'd do great in Seattle. Of course. Yeah. Seattle. Uh, he would do great in. Salt Lake City. Salt Lake City. Get it. No. Swear to God, you would. Yeah. You, oh, there are not a lot of people that look like you, but they're, believe it or not, they're pretty open-minded, even though it's run by Mormons. Yeah. Uh, I mean, okay. uh, a you college campus with 40,000 kids sort of helps out the uh, <laughs> the, the demographics and spreading the love around, you know? Got yeah. It. There's a lot of um, African-Americans in Natchitoches, Louisiana. Yeah. So he Natchitoches, would do- All yeah. through the South, you'd be fine. 
Auburn, no, fine. No, not all through the South would he be fine. Absolutely not. No. You don't think he'd be fine in Laurel? Did you see very many black people in Laurel? I did, as a matter of fact, yeah. Um, I didn't. And Mississippi has a huge population not, not of black Not in the folks. historic town, not in the historic area. It was oh, mostly well, it was white. A Sunday. There was nobody there. The restaurants weren't even open. No, I don't know. I mean, I don't think that, I mean, just because there's black people in the South doesn't mean that it's always like a friendly place to go. We felt that when we were white. So in the I'm, world? In general, in the South. I'm talking about you said in the South he'd be fine, and oh, I'm I saying at, I South. disagree. Oh, okay. Because even we felt uncomfortable, and we're white traveling through the South. That was one place in Alabama we did not feel safe. Um, yeah, I wouldn't say every place, but I think, you know, I, I'm, I'm throwing out some places that I think would be fine. Okay, yeah. what are they? I just said it. Natchitoches. That's it? You're done? Nac- like three places? <laughs> no. Um, only, you can only go to three places. Um, well, I'm thinking of the places we've been to. Uh, I think Savannah, fine. Oh, Savannah's fine, totally. Yeah. Uh, Jersey City, great. Jersey City's great. Yeah, Montreal, spectacular. Montreal's great. Montreal's great. Yeah, Lake Milton, Ohio. You'd probably stand out a little bit, Phil. Lake Milton, no. Lake Milton would be a no. <laughs> uh, Covington, Kentucky, yes. Louisville, yeah. Kentucky, yes. Um, hmm. Yeah. I think that's a good amount. Okay. All right. That's a I mix. That's a that's mix a, of blue and red. That's a mix of blue and red for sure. Yeah. North and south, east and west. Yeah. Because I'm thinking like Sedona. New now. Haven. You'd be great in New oh, Haven. Oh, New you Haven. You would love New Haven. New Haven and also uh, Hartford. And um, yeah. Guilford. So pretty much pretty all across the board, really, that's... There's areas. Yeah. I think yeah. that they're across the board, there are certain places, no. But yeah, I would say percentage-wise, it's like 50-50, maybe even 70-30. You 70-30 being like in, in in like favor of, you know, people being kind. And like, you know, you'd see other people, other African-American people. Yeah. I think anywhere like medium to large size cities. Yeah. That seems to be, I mean, kind of where African-Americans tend to want to live anyway. But so. I'm picking small ones and like, you know. You like, picked a couple small ones, yeah. but generally, yeah. Like you, he, you pick four or five friendly small ones. Great. Yeah. And then five miles outside of those small ones. Is it just as friendly? <laughs> so let's be oh, realistic. Five miles outside the small. No. Yeah. No. Right. Yeah, it is true. Okay. Not for us. And for us also not so friendly. Yeah, but not nearly as not as friendly. As you know what's Phil. weird, Phil, that you asked that question. I was on, I think it's a seventy, coming from Colorado, driving through Atlanta, coming to Florida, and off the freeway was a huge Confederate flag, like like state capital size Confederate flag. Mm. I thought that was the most. I, I, They're I, sending a signal. Obnoxious, but also it's in Atlanta. Like how. Like, that doesn't make any sense to me. Not in Atlanta. It was right outside, outside of Atlanta. Literally right outside off the freeway. I think that's their way of saying. I mean, Atlanta got people, black people who wear the Confederate flag. <laughs> what you talking about? <laughs> really? right? you never seen that? No. Oh, man. Yeah, I, I must say. I've never seen spoken that. Spoken in the whitest voice I can muster. I've never seen a black man wearing a Confederate flag. No. Yes. Mm-hmm. What would be the purpose of that? What would be? Come on. The same reason why. Why we're, they vote, we're going there? Why they vote for the people they vote for? <laughs> yeah, okay, it's the same, all right. Same reason why. That's insane. <laughs> okay, so so you because you would think like I would say things like oh Chicago, Atlanta, L.A. like that's no great for people traveling who are of color. But when you're 
just outside of Atlanta and you see a huge Confederate flag waving in the wind, you're like, oh, okay, I get, I, you can't just assume is what I'm saying. You can't just assume that the big cities are always so welcoming. You said it was outside of Atlanta. So it was you Atlanta proper, though. I believe it was still Atlanta. It was just right outside on the edge of Atlanta. Okay. It was weird. I'll take your word for it. All I right. disagree, but I'll take your word for it. <sighs> okay. I'm going to have to find this big Confederate flag now and tell you what township it was in. Okay, do it. <laughs> All uh, right. So let's let's get started. Yeah, let's get started. So 2023 was an amazing year. A lot of ups and downs for us. Um, more ups than downs, fortunately. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, my industry went through a whole strike in the middle of the summer. That was Did. a bit of a downer. Yes. That was a bummer. <laughs> that was. Um, plenty of friends out of work who are all back to work now. So we're just going to look positively toward 2024. <laughs> uh we wanted to talk about our most memorable travel experience in 2023 first. Yes. And I'm going to let you go. Okay. This was tough because it goes back to a topic that we talked about in one of our episodes as to whether or not a lodging of a place makes the experience. Because my immediate answer to my most memorable experience while on the road in 2023 was Auburn, Alabama. But it had to do with a hotel that we stayed in. Right. And that made me think, is it the hotel or is it the place? And so I thought, well, let me pick a second. Let me pick a second, a second experience. Mm. <laughs> Two experiences. The second most memorable experience had to do with glamping, which was again the location of the dwelling. Like it wasn't just, I'm sorry, it wasn't just the location, it was the actual tent that we were in. So I think I'm very much more of a um comfort person when it comes to my experience, my most memorable experience of being on the road. As, <laughs> because both the two the two that I was vacillating between both had to do with the comfort level of where I was. Uh, the under canvas, uh, outdoor glamping in Zion. I need to figure out the term glamping because it sounds like a really cool dance. It's, is that a TikTok uh, dance, James? Yeah. What it is, is that? It's not a TikTok dance. It is a um, very... I hate to word use the word bougie because bougie nobody really uses anymore, but uh, it's a very bougie way of camping. So, so it's glam, a, it's a glam, glam camping, glam, glamorous camping. Glamorous is that camping. what it stands for? Oh, yes. yes. Like very, very glamorous camping. So it's you're under you're in a tent, but it's a canvas tent. Uh, the bed is pillow top bed there's a bed that's oh, all you had to say oh yeah there's a bed beautiful uh amenities all around it's not it's not camping in any in any uh sense of the word it is you're sleeping under the stars in luxury mm, yeah it, okay. but th this we were in zion national park so that is pretty incredible uh that we got to do that so when you opened up your tent which was had its own porch <laughs> You oh, see yeah. Zion. The tent is on a deck. It's on a wooden deck. Yeah. So it's not like the tent is directly on the ground. So let's just start. There. Okay. Just if you want to Google it, look up under canvas. Yeah. That is one of the premier glamping companies and you'll see what they look like. And you can look up Zion. But um, okay. So, and what was your other one? Oh, I'm sorry. So the other one was in Auburn, Alabama, and that was at the Laurel Hotel in Auburn. So I go back and forth. My most memorable experience, I'd say it's still Laurel, the Laurel Hotel, because that was a luxurious experience in the heart of Auburn, Alabama. And I have to say it wasn't, although the hotel was incredible. 
It was. It was the people too. Absolutely. And so I think that that is what made it the most memorable experience. Like I have the hotel at the forefront of my head Mm -hmm. and then I have the amazing, wonderful people that we met that made our stay and made our uh, time in Auburn. Oh my gosh. So I'm looking at this right now. All right, here we go. All right. Was this, all right. Is that what this, is that what that is? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, that's it. Uh That's one. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. So that is the, what you're looking at in the, oh yeah. Say, see the one all the way to the left with the with the deck. See the one with the deck. Yeah. Yeah, That 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 was our view. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's Zion. That was our view. Man. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. It's pretty incredible. Pretty awesome. Yeah. So, uh, so that's why it was number two. So if I had to just pick one though, our stay in Auburn, Alabama at the Laurel Hotel. Well, I'm glad you said that. You want to know why? Do not tell me that was yours. No. It's because Under Canvas was in 2022. It was not in 2023. Oh, so that it would have been easy. discounted anyway. Totally would have been discounted. You would have been DQ'd if that was your answer. Perfect. Yeah. Then it is Auburn. It's the Laurel Hotel, first place all the way. All A place all its own in yes. 2023. Yay. Yes. Sorry. It's a kid. Answer it. No, it's okay. Well, I'll tell it really quick. Hey, we're recording right now. Can I call you back? Yeah, all right. Love you. Bye. Okay. She just needs 50 bucks. That's all that is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> is that, that's, is that, all that's all they need from you? Mm-hmm. That's yep. At this, yep, that's it. Okay. So it's the Laurel Hotel at the Auburn. Number one. Uh, no competition. <laughs> it's 2023. A place all of its own, yes. Most memorable experience. Yep. Okay. That's the one. Yay. Uh, what was yours? Mine was actually arriving to Luxor, Egypt. Oh. After being in Cairo for almost a week, it was busy, 30 million people, a little on the dirty side, as we spoke about in the Egyptian episode. But uh, arriving in Luxor, one of the things that smacked us in the face right away was the fact that it is a massive agricultural center that I had no knowledge of. I just thought it was more desert on the Nile River. It wasn't. They grow crops there that go all the way up into Europe. Um, and it was a it was an immediate it was an immediate relaxation getting out of the city. Yeah. Nice. Uh, we spent a couple of days there. I can't say that the time we spent there was ultimately relaxing. I did fall asleep in the cab on the way to the airport at the end of it. But the ability to see the Karnak Temple, the Valley of the Kings, all that uh, was spectacular. And even getting two or three hours of sleep and waking up for a balloon ride to see this cradle of humanity um, was just incredible. So it's an experience I'll never forget going back to the summer when everybody was out of work and Jimmy James was cranky in Corpus Christi and you told me to get out of the house and go on this trip. I can't thank you enough. It was the trip of a lifetime. As you told me, it was going to be. Oh, good. When you kicked me out of the house. (laughs) (laughs) Well, the backstory for anyone who has not heard our Egypt episode is that James was out of work during the summer for a few months. And uh, he's a television editor. I think everyone knows that now. Yeah. And there wasn't a lot going on in L.A. at that time. No, it was pretty quiet. And so his friend was going to Egypt and Jordan and invited him to come along because his travel partner had backed out at the last minute and you did not want to go. I did not want to go. It was hard to justify spending the money when you don't have any money coming in. Yeah. 
But then again, I had plenty of time. So it turns so out that's the went. best time to go on a trip when you I, actually have the time to do it. Yeah, I'm so glad you went because you're very pragmatic and you would like it was I had to force you. Like yeah. I, he bought the ticket three days before the trip. It felt whimsical when it was. Yeah. yeah. Do you think those. OK, so that's a good point. Do you think those like spur the moment compulsive or impulsive, sorry, impulsive uh, urges that you trips, are they better than the ones that you plan? Like, okay, they're going to do this like seven months ahead of time versus the ones that oh, I just, I just booked this three days ago. Do you think those are better? Do I personally think that? Yes. I want you both <laughs> but, I, but I know your answer is probably a little different. <laughs> I like to plan everything. So for me, it's, um, it's a little nerve wracking being spontaneous, but I do have to say the spontaneous trips have always been the best. It's got to be mm. more romantic, too, though, right? It you is. admit it. I do. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. Um, yeah, I would say uh, the the beauty of that week was I knew I wasn't I didn't I wasn't doing an ask a local. I wasn't following people around with a camera. And my buddy Bill and I it was a guy's trip uh, just just woke up each morning and decided where are we going today? And that was the best part because. Uh, there was no itinerary from Egypt all the way through Jordan. And then he went on to Israel after that. I came home uh, throughout that whole time. It was like, uh, do you want to stay at this desert camp one more day or should we bail and go to the <laughs> resort <laughs> over on the Red Sea? I just am and, laughing because, you know, that just thinking about that is it sounds like hell to you. Oh, yeah. I need to be planned. How did you yeah. not know where you're going the next day? Like, that's in crazy. Talk. Yeah. Even the morning that we went to the Dead Sea, I got to bathe in the Dead Sea. It was great. We put the muddy stuff on us and all that. And uh, even that day, we were not planning on going to the Dead Sea. We were just going to go to Wadi Rum to our little desert camp. And uh, that was a great diversion of four or five hours yeah. that we'll never have a chance probably in our lives to do again. So I'm really know. glad you went. Yeah, it was awesome. So it was it was a trip of a lifetime. No question, most memorable experience. It's the most memorable travel experience I've ever had in my life, let Aww. alone 2023. That's so, great. Nice. Oh my gosh, that's, that's really good. great. So what would be then your worst travel experience of 2023 on this road trip that we have, we've been on? I would say the worst trip that I've been on has been coming back from Jersey City to uh, Florida, You to reset the table for everybody. You flew to Colorado. I had to drop you off at the Newark airport. Mm -hmm. You flew to Colorado to get your mother to Florida. Mm -hmm. And I, after driving all of Ellie's stuff up to Hartford, Connecticut, I still had a car to get home. Uh, and so I ended up doing a 16 hour drive that sucked. Straight through. Straight through yeah. without my travel buddy. Oh, sorry. And. Uh, <laughs> Dude, what did you even listen to? Because you probably listened to all of Spotify for 16 hours. <laughs> like, I've listened to every single song. Yeah. That is a great question. Yeah. What did you listen to? Uh, well, I'm okay. So, a lot of people, people who know me, know that my favorite metal band of all time is not Metallica or ACDC, but the Scorpions. I love the Scorpions. Wait, so, wait, wait. Okay. As a black guy. Yeah. Who is the Scorpions? <laughs> Here I am. Yes. 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 Very good. Very good. Rock you like, like a hurricane. hurricane. Oh, right. yeah. I can't sing anymore or you'll and get so, copyright strike. So <laughs> I did listen to two Scorpions albums, but actually there is a whole podcast out there about how there's a conspiracy theory that the Scorpions helped the fall of the Soviet Union. 
with their song Winds of Change. Uh, the Scorpions were among a handful of bands that were able, metal bands, that were able to play in Moscow in like 1989, 1990 or something like that. And there's this whole conspiracy theory that the CIA used the Scorpions to help bring about the breakup of the Soviet Union. Huh. Nine episodes, what? super interesting. I got to hear every single one plus two of <laughs> So that takes us to that takes us to twelve of the sixteen hours, and the, the other the other four hours just sort of random uh, sports radio and all that. But uh, yeah, drove uh, left all in the right. morning, got home at three a.m. <laughs> and uh, spent actually a little more time. One of the reasons it sucked not only was I exhausted, but I also had to be back in time for work on Monday. Oh, and then gosh. Uh, I had, <laughs> I know it was awful. And then I spent, you know, an extra two hours that I didn't want to spend outside the Washington DC beltway on a Sunday, just jammed up in traffic for no reason whatsoever. Right. So that sucked. And that was my worst experience. I could say travel experience in 2023. Okay. No question, hands down. Huh, okay. Despite the scorpions, wow. the scorpions are actually what got me through. Yeah. Okay. And I stopped uh, in Jacksonville for gas because I was that shy mm. of getting back to Central Florida, and <laughs> it was a zombie wasteland at yep. two a.m. in the morning. Meth heads everywhere. There was a guy passed out on the water slabs at Circle K, like yep. all those water. Like that, I was, and the cashier was just ringing people up, like this guy didn't <laughs> exist. And I'm like, am I the only one that sees him? <laughs> and there was a moment where I was like hiding my wristwatch and, <laughs> and in ah, Jacksonville, Florida, right outside of like the uh. first exit off the 95. Beautiful. And uh, I actually thought at one point I'm going to pee by the dumpster. But then as I braved it out, it was weird. The bathroom was immaculate. It was like huh. it was like a hotel room at Caesar's Palace. You want to know why, like right? Because you got to pay to use it. <laughs> you got to oh. pay, pay to get the key. I don't did think you? I did. No. Huh. Okay. Maybe. I don't know. It was the cleanest place there, ironically. Uh, murder and scene just I happened. I walked out to get in my car and take the gas, you know, take the gas pump out of the car. And as I was walking out, I said, oh, well, I'm glad I didn't decide on the dumpster because there were like five people sleeping over there. Oh, so, yeah. It was that kind of, uh, it was the Starship Enterprise, my friends. What did you say? I said the reason why the bathroom was so clean because a crime scene was just cleaned. Oh, jeez. Oh, yeah, I, <laughs> I missed that while I was rambling. Yeah. You know what? There's probably no. some merit to that theory. I think there probably is, too. Yeah. I smell pine salt. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and absolutely. Your worst travel experience, 2023. What is oh. it? Well, since it's in 2022, I can't say what it was. You can't. No, because it's in 2022. Um, I would say. I already know yours. Oh, then tell me. Uh, you were not having a good time when I was so embroiled with work from Hartford all the way to Canada, all the way back to Jersey City. It was not fun for you because you were carrying the load of the show. Oh, yeah. And I would say you're probably accurate. You're yeah, doing yeah. with me being grumpy and you you uh, also oh, it could have been Corpus Christi. I don't know. I, they're they're running to neck and neck. Both of them babe. have to deal with my mood yes. at the time. Yes, yeah. they're neck and neck. Yeah. I was going to say Corpus Christi, but then you bring it up uh, the trip from New York to Canada and then back down. I'm like, oh yeah, that drive was really brutal because you're just like not, yeah, not a good, not a good place. You were just, your mind was preoccupied and you couldn't be bothered. You literally couldn't be it bothered. It was not a vacation, that was for yeah. sure. But if I had to say just one, it was Corpus Christi. Yeah, again. And that's why I got booted. 
You know what they call Corpus Christi, though, right? Like people, I'm not just making this up. Oh, tell me. So a lot of um, celebrity, celebrity, like concerts and events, they don't like going to Corpus Christi because the crowds are always dead. So they call it Corpus, like Corpus, Corpus Christi. Corpus oh, Christi. Oh, because they're not excited. They're not, no, they're not I excitable. can see that. They're not. I can all. totally see that. They're serious people. You're a bigger fan of Corpus Christi than I am. Yeah. Let's just say that. I liked it, but he's right. There are serious people. Like, yeah. There's not a lot of smiles. No. <laughs> there's not it's a lot of It's just a big smiles. fat meh. Corpus Christi is my uh, zombie name. Corpus is Christi. it really? <laughs> no, just me. Oh, that's a good one, though. That's <laughs> yeah. a good one, Phil. Um, um, okay. So, yeah. So, for me, it was Corpus Christi. In, all right. In our, you know, time together there. That's good. Well, I'm glad I could create that memorable experience for you. In oh, Corpus no, I'm Christi. not. I'm not. <laughs> I'd like to get rid of that. Um, okay, so what are the three cities that had the nicest people? And these are not just where you walk into a store and they greet you, like legitimately had the nicest people. I say give me three, but if you don't have three, then give me what you have. I have Laura, Mississippi. Okay. Because even though we did walk into a store and we did talk to, we met people in a store that you had to drag me out of. Mm-hmm. Remember? Uh, all those people in Aaron, what's Ben's, the store with Ben's shop, the general supply company yes, or something like yes. that. Uh, so you had to drag me out of there. Then we went to another one. And I'm not talking, I'm not talking about like people are nice as cashiers and they're just being friendly. No, it was like other patrons that were soaking up our time that yes. day. And you had us on a schedule. I did. And you had to yank me out of three places. Uh-huh. Do you remember uh, the third one was um, Rodney, Rodney. And, and Angie's store? Exactly. Yes. So between those three places, uh, I spent an extra two hours just chopping it up with the locals there, yeah. and it was pretty badass. You were pretty chatty yeah, that day. I was pretty chatty that day. Uh, my others are Savannah, okay. which, you know, we've talked about that at length. I'm not going to go into too much detail. I made such good friends with people in Savannah that I just recently went with my friend Chip, who I met in Savannah early this year, to a Jacksonville Jags game the other night. So, uh, And my third one may surprise you, though, a little bit. Okay, tell it. And that is Bandera, Texas. I thought the people oh. were really friendly for the very, we were there for an hour or two. And I talked to maybe eight people that I had never met before in that time. And we were with Pat and Carol Ann at that point. So, uh, are y'all extroverts when y'all go to a new place though? Or are y'all just kind of reserved? Uh, reserved. Yeah. I don't think we do are. you think we're reserved? I think we wear it on our face that we're open to conversation. Okay. I think we do. Because okay. you look like a tourist. Mm-hmm. I do. Yeah. I mean, yeah. me too. Like, when if I travel, I'm like, oh, I'm new here. I don't know what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know about, I think you can fit in, though, mm-hmm. anywhere. I, I think I'm you're a chameleon. Sure. I think you can fit in anywhere. James, no. I don't fit in. No. <laughs> I don't fit in. I stand out like a sore thing. Yeah. Everywhere. Everywhere. Yeah. Me too, though. That's what I'm saying. I, I, belong, at, I belong nowhere. Even in Lake Milton. That's why it's great I'm doing a travel podcast, because it's like, I don't know if a hometown's ever going to have me. So, uh, food, guys. You guys, I'm a fat guy. So, you guys travel the country all over. You got to tell me where the best spot is to eat something. Oh, I have that list. Oh, God. Yes. Yeah, we do have that list. Um, Okay. So, do you want to do your friendliest cities first? Oh, uh, okay. Let me just finish. Okay, I'll do my. I'm gonna do my friendliest cities, and I'm gonna tell you the best food. Because food right. takes a while. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I got you. I share your appetite, my friend. Okay, this will be quick. Um, my three cities with the nicest people: Savannah, Georgia. Just yeah. wherever you want, walking down the street, everyone says hello, asks you where you're from. Like, no problem. At a stop, crosswalk, stop and make conversation. Auburn, Alabama. 
Definitely. Everyone was very nice in Auburn, Alabama. Again, everywhere we went, people just wanted to stop and chat it up. You could be standing there taking a photo and they'll chat you about the photo. Like, oh, isn't that building? It was built in da-da-da-da-da, Auburn, Alabama. I knew you were going to say that, which is why I didn't add it to my list because uh, I wanted to. But yeah, uh, we're still friends with Todd and Ernie and all those guys we met there. The people in Auburn just totally rolled out the, the literal red carpet for us. They did. It was and, amazing. And then my third one, this is going to throw you. This is, this is a... Oh, I can't use this one. It's in it's 2022. 2022. Oh, it no. It all blends together. It does. I was going to say Abilene, Texas. Abilene, Texas. We were there a total of three hours. Everyone was so nice the minute we got there. You made friends <laughs> right away. You made friends I did, right, right away. Are you kidding? I, I can't use Abilene, though. You can't. Oh, you okay. have to invent something. Oh, well, then, I mean, it's not hard because we visited. So, I mean, like... um. I say it's not hard, and I'm like, what's the third nicest place we've been to? Um, I don't know. I'm going to have to think about this. Tampa. <laughs> well, I guess, but I didn't interact with a lot of people. And being with my friend, mm -hmm. it's hard. People aren't going to just stop and talk with you when you're with somebody. Um, I would say. Yeah, really? Guilford. I was yeah, going to say Guilford. Yeah, I you're leaving Guilford off. I know, I, but, but that's different because I had I had someone there I was meeting. So, okay, I'll put Guilford on the list as number three, but I kind of feel like that doesn't sort of count because there was somebody that's a local there that was, yeah. you know, giving Taking me- Taking you around, right. Like holding my hand and saying, meet my friend. So kind of like that doesn't, I feel like that doesn't count. Like I want to be a stranger in a strange land and have them behave a certain way to me, but we'll put Guilford as number three. Okay, good. That's the perfect segue because the places with what I felt were the least friendliest people, Guilford was on that list for me. Oh, gosh. No. <laughs> yeah. Because you didn't have someone holding your hand saying, meet my friend, meet my friend. That's I just, I went into six establishments there and other than the waitress or cashier or whatever, not a single person said hello. Okay. Then see, I shouldn't have had Guilford on the list because it really was like I was, I, I was being handheld, but it's okay. Okay. It made my top, it made my three. And maybe you have to buy a house there for people to open up to you. I'm not sure. But going back to what Phil said, yeah, I clearly looked like I was a tourist in Guilford and nobody said hello to me. Okay, so, so what were the other two places where people weren't nice? Uh, I would say Hartford, not a single hello, not a single anything. And then uh, I would have said in 2022, oh, Louisville, Kentucky. Yes. But um, no, I mean, I really only had two. Okay. Uh, that's it, Hartford and Guilford. I didn't really have a third one. I, I got along with most people, most places, most everywhere else. So for 2023, a city that didn't have the friendliest people. I don't feel like that I experienced a particular city, but I would have to say that driving through the South with out-of-state plates was uncomfortable in some places. I mean, some dri places. driving from Georgia to Texas, we went through Alabama, we went through Louisiana, we went through Mississippi. And in some of those towns where the gas station is also the post office, like that's how small the town was, that was uncomfortable. They definitely knew we were not from there. Driving with out-of-state plates. And they weren't especially, uh, they weren't like, hey, y'all. It wasn't like that. No. They, it wasn't they, like that small town. Nope, not at all. So yeah. that was uh, that was uncomfortable. Yeah. Mm. So not a particular city, but that experience for sure. The drive through the Deep South. All right. So now, Phil, we're going to talk about best food now experiences. Food. Yeah, yes. in 2023. We had to first talk about mean people and, and nice people, but now we're into food. Yeah. Um, all right, so should I go first or do you want to go first? Go ahead. All right, so Phil, my three best food experiences for 2023, Savannah, Georgia. 
they have everything. Mm -hmm. It's amazing. They have every single thing you could want food wise. Yeah. Uh, and it's all good. Uh, number two was, okay, here's one that's going to throw you for a loop. Salt Lake City. Salt Lake what the, what City. What the mother Mormon's eating? <laughs> I, okay. I know it sounds crazy, but they actually have really good Mexican, good Thai, uh, good Italian, yeah. good burgers. Like it's, we've had some of the best breakfasts in Salt Lake City. Best breakfasts in Salt Lake City. I went to a place where everything is made with lime juice and I hate lime juice and I had two glasses of it. It was so good. And, um, and then my third one would be Jersey City. Because oh, they have on. the best it's one of mine. Too bad. They have what the best the Italian. They have the best Italian in Jersey City. So um yeah, that those are my three. Uh what she said about Salt Lake City, by the way, it's not I'm not these are not my three. Okay. I'm just piggybacking on what she said about uh I recently went to visit our daughter there. I went to a place called Salt and Olive that was awesome, killer brunch. Uh a place called the Dodo that I mean the I had the seafood. I don't know what it was. Seafood soup, <laughs> gumbo. It wasn't gumbo. It was like a seafood bisque. It was so good. And then uh, one night, Mia and I decided that we were just going to go out for burgers or something. And we waltzed into a place and realized after a minute that it was a vegan restaurant. Oh, no. And it was so cold. It was like 28 degrees outside. And we're like, you know what? We're here. And we both eat vegetables. So let's just do it. And I got to tell you, I had this samosa burger. Have you ever had oh, Indian samosas? samosas? Yes. Oh, my gosh. This I burger was of out it. of this world. I It's not anything I would have ever ordered in my life had I not been sequestered in a vegan restaurant. It was delicious. I've thought about it numerous times since yeah. we left. And Salt Lake is not on your list of three favorites. Salt Lake is not on my list wow. of three favorites. Then your favorites. three must be amazing. So let's My hear threes it. are amazing. They're incredibly amazing. Here goes one. New Haven, New Haven's food, Frank Pepe pizza, you will love. There's another place. If you don't love Frank Pepe's as much, go to Sally's, a couple doors down. There's an Italian bakery right there that was pretty dang good. Homemade cannolis and all kinds of Italian wedding cookies. Uh, you specifically liked a place called Bar. I did. Which had the mashed potato pizza aforementioned in some other episode. Yeah. That we I watched about. that. I watched those clips. <laughs> yeah. It actually looked pretty good. It's really delicious. Yeah. It's flavorful. The bacon and the potatoes. Oh, so yeah. good. We spent, what, five days there or something like that? Yeah. We spent a good long while there. Yeah. Uh, only had one bad restaurant experience. Uh, there's a Mediterranean restaurant, South Bay Mediterranean. I think for me it was because I ordered, what did I order? Pot roast. I didn't order pot roast. I ordered short ribs and, and what got I pot. got was pot roast. <laughs> uh -huh, so completely. it was like it was like the <laughs> thickest short ribs you've ever seen in your life. He came out the Denise plate, goes, that's, that's, like that's pot, pot roast. roast. It was good pot roast though, but and I wouldn't even say that's a bad experience because I left there full and I left there happy, but it wasn't exactly what I was going for. Um I've spent enough time there now to say it. Uh West Hartford has some really great restaurants. Oh, okay. There are a couple of duds that you and I went to that the college kids sent us to. Okay. That, that sushi place or the Asian okay. place sucked. Okay. Um, but I went there with Ellie recently. Uh-huh. And there is a Mediterranean restaurant there called Zohara. I believe you've been. Uh-huh. It's it very is good. spectacular. It's the best Mediterranean food I think I've had in the last oh, 10 years. Okay. Um, and I was actually a huge fan. I know you weren't as big a fan, but uh, I actually like Brico, Brico pizza. 
the the Italian restaurant, B R I C C O. I thought that place was spectacular. Yeah. And um, yeah, I'm all about it. And then I do agree with you, as I said, with Jersey City. Oh. Did okay. not have a bad meal in the four days we were there. Not a bad breakfast. Not a bad lunch, not a bad dinner anywhere. Of specific note is Orale Mexican Kitchen. Why is it special? Because you went there one night, and then Patrick and I went there the next night, not knowing you went yeah. there. Jersey City is huge, by the way. So to it's go to big. the same restaurant, like him not knowing I went there, and he went the next night, like that's just weird. Like how they <laughs> picked that one, and, and Patrick's like, well, it's a really good Mexican restaurant. How did Denise know about it? Yeah. <laughs> James, can you say the name of that restaurant again? It's Orale, O-R-A-L-E, Mexican <laughs> Kitchen. Orale. Is he saying like a white guy? Yeah. Yes. How's this spelled? How's it pronounced? Orale. Orale. <laughs> How's it pronounced? Orale. Orale. <laughs> it's O-R-A-L-E-M-K dot com, I believe. White Check man. it out. That's right. Oh, I love that. It's my Spanglish failing me again. Okay. The three um, cities where you went hungry. The three cities where I went hungry. Uh, oh, that's a good question. Where did we have a uh, Hartford? Every, I mean, Hartford's going to come up on a lot of these because, you know, everybody who knows us and listened to that episode knows yeah. we're not big fans. Um, I can't say the food has improved that much in Lake Milton since I left. Okay. Yeah, that's okay. kind of heartbreaking. Okay. Um, and that's kind of it. I don't really have a third one. Okay. Well, yeah. I have three where I went hungry. Where? Montreal. Montreal? I got food that was cold almost every oh, single night. True. Are you kidding? Yeah. yeah I went hungry. I thought it was tasty. It was just cold. No. <laughs> uh, Natchitoches, Louisiana. We could never find a place that was open. That was a bad. That was a bad yeah. deal. I, I went. With you there. I went really. I went hungry there. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I had one from 2022 that I can't use. But um, so for me, I guess in 2023, I just had two, which is pretty amazing. Yeah, not bad. No, for all the restaurants we've hit and all the cities we've hit, I think we had a worse run in 2022 with food than we, we did. did in 2023. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So somehow we just got, I think, lucky. I guess so. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, you're right. Natchitoches. That was a food desert. It was awful. <laughs> Wait, what's the name of that city? Uh, Natchitoches. It's spelled N-A-T-C-H-I-T-O-C-H-E-S. So not a good dish. Natchitoches. Not a, not a good, not not a a good, good dish. dish. I see what oh, you look did at there. You. Look at you. <laughs> I see what you did there. So I have some questions for you about 2023. Okay. We were on the road quite a bit. And I want to know, when you... Like, what are your thoughts on music, road music? Do you prefer music, podcast, or no music when you're driving? Mm, I'm pretty moody. I'm a pretty moody guy. So uh, I like to mix it up. I don't know. I don't have a specific favorite. It's kind of whatever I'm feeling that morning, even when I'm walking the dog. Sometimes it's a podcast. Sometimes it's heavy metal. Uh, sometimes it's rap. Sometimes it's nothing. What about you? Um, I like music most of the time. You I prefer mean, music over podcasts? Yeah, I mean, like, I'll, I'll, when I know I can really pass time quickly, I'll do a podcast. I mean, like, we can blow through three episodes of something, yeah. and that's three hours if they're an hour long. So, I go, oh, that's really good. You dig in deep. But most of the time, 70% of the time, I think 80% of the time, I want to listen to music. Mm, okay. Yeah. Wow. All right. Just when I was getting used to all that sports radio that you love, it's just, you no. know. <laughs> i left that part out yeah i yeah. like a lot of sports radio you do yeah I like to me hearing... it's the same it's the same news every single time like how many times can we hear the same sports story we know the team won 
Right. Anything could change with Aaron Rodgers' no, but ACL we know, tear at I know. any moment. But we know and that we the team won, but then they have to recap. And then a recap again of the recap. It's like, oh, my gosh. It's important to listen to the interviews because then you know, like, you know, oh, this coach is making excuses for the quarterback. Or this is <laughs> It's like if you listen to that stuff, Phil, you're an, you're, you're an AM radio guy. Or I shouldn't say, uh, was it AM radio? ESPN was AM, but it was also on FM. And that was, uh, I did it. I was in it, but I hated it. You hated it. You did? Yeah, you I don't hated like sports? sports radio. Why? Because exactly what you just said. I almost on, cursed. Phil. The same crap, different hour. I'm right. I'm right. Exactly. It's just regurgitation yeah. of the same story. Oh, my gosh. It's like he watches on TV the game. Then he'll go to ESPN to watch the recap of the game that he just watched. Like, it makes no sense. I need to see the analysis of why he took that left turn. You just saw it live, though. <laughs> why do you need to know? It's why It's important somebody... to get the post-game conference. Oh Tells you gosh. who's going to get fired at the end of the year. And... Top 10 plays. Come on. You got to see which. That out of watch. the six games I watched, I, I'm eager to see which of the plays I saw actually make the top 10. Now, the, the only sports commentary I actually do enjoy is fight commentary. like the, oh. The, oh, fighting when they're like, like MMA? MMA or boxing. That I actually do enjoy. Why? Because it's boxing and those types is completely different than like football and stuff. It okay. is. The, it those is. guys, those analysts, when they're talking about stuff, it's okay. I see what you're saying. Oh, all right. Okay. Yeah. And then the slow mos Those are really good. <laughs> yeah. Watching the spittle fly from the mouth. That's awesome. Uh, all right. I got a question. Oh, you got a question, yeah. Phil. Okay. Out of all the places you guys traveled, mm -hmm. um, do you have one specific item that you bought this year from one spot that, that will stay with you forever? Oh, good question. Yes. We have a sculpture from Mexico City. That's 2022. No. <laughs> It was not. Mexico City was in, in November of 2022. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Also, the answer is <laughs> While you're thinking of your answer, yes. I have an answer. Okay. Let's no, I don't have an answer. You don't I, I have don't, an answer? I didn't buy much in 2023. My answer is I can remember more articles of clothing that I left in a city than anything that I brought home from a city. And sometimes, and Denise knows this, I will pack stuff up, especially like if like this fish shirt is going to get retired today. Um, it may you may find it in the bathroom here at the podcast doctor studios. <laughs> He's donating. I have a have, Denise knows this about me. If I get tired of a piece of clothing, I will literally leave it in a hotel room and I will never think. Twice that about is it. funny. I, I've unloaded half of a suitcase on trips before just because I'm like, you know, what? I don't feel like carrying this old rag around anymore. I'm out. Uh, yeah, Phil, I have to say I bought more items in 2022 than 2023. So unfortunately, I don't I don't have anything I purchased on the road in 2023 that I brought back with me. The maple syrup in Quebec City. That's our best. That's our best. Yeah, souvenir. but we're not going to have that forever. He said something we're we going to have forever. We've been going through it. We've been making waffles. How are we going to have that? We may have it. <laughs> we'll find it seven years from now in the back of the pantry. Um, no, I don't actually, I don't really have a lot in 2023. So mm -mm. the answer is no. no. A, I guess it means I need to buy more stuff in 2024. Spend more money. Yes. Spend more money. You did buy some stuff in Laurel, Mississippi. Did you bring any of that back? Or was that, that was all souvenirs for other people. I buy things for other people a lot. Oh, we do that. You're, you guys are gift givers. Yeah, we, we are. We are huge oh gift gosh, givers. dude. I have to reel her in the gift giving sometimes is like exceeding the family budget yeah, yeah it usually does yeah but, so, but, uh, but you'll get it we, back we though. started doing this thing Thanks. we don't I really hope so <laughs> from your mouth to god's ears 
we started doing this thing. We don't really talk about it, but like when we roll up into a new town to do an Ask a Local or something like that, we usually present this new person who's agreed to spend time with us on camera with something we found in some other city across the nation. Yes. So it's not uncommon for us to, you know, hand somebody little delicacies that you can find in some other state to somebody that we're meeting in this new state. And then the idea was we would just constantly like buy a little assortment of things in any city. So in Utah, like Salt Lake City, it's like honey. You can buy honey everywhere. In in Boise, there's peanut butter. There's this special yeah. peanut butter shop you can go to. You've bought things yeah. in Laurel to give yes. to people in Auburn, yeah. things in Auburn to give to people in Texas. And it's we a do good, a lot of that. It's a fun thing. What was the what do you think the three top cities of getting around? Like the three easiest cities of getting around. What do you think they were in 2023 for us? Well, for you, like what do you think? For me, uh, Montreal, really easy to get around. You can walk most of it, but then the subway is pretty interlinked and all that. Oh, that's really a good one. Um, wow, I forgot about Montreal. Yeah, it's and a we very did that underground one. tour and everything yeah. there. So that was their I mean, public transportation is amazing. It's number one out of probably anything I've seen in the world. I mean, New York City is the best America has to yeah, offer, I right. think. Uh, but I felt in many ways like Montreal beat it. Um, Savannah, just because you could walk everywhere. Yes. The city's a grid. There are 26, 24, 22 town square or um, yeah. greens yeah. Uh, that you can go and hang out. There are places to sit. You can relax. You can, uh, you know, I mean, tons and tons of restaurants and everything nearby. And if you're staying there in the city. Uh, as a tourist specifically, you can get anywhere in the city. They even have buses that take you in and out of End Market Arena yes. to go see shows yes. or concerts or whatever. And there's a loop uh, around Forsyth Park that takes it just runs constantly that takes you wherever you need to be. Yeah. If you're on the south end of okay. town, you can get to the north end of town in 10 minutes. It's awesome. Uh, and my last one was New Haven. Uh, oh, why New Haven? It's not particularly easy to drive or get around there, but once you're in the city, to, to get into the city, I should say. Uh, but once you're there, you walk everywhere. That's like true. we walked to Little Italy, we walked to Yale, we were up and down College Avenue, College Street, whatever. Yeah. Uh, the town green is right there. Everything, everything is just so focused around being around the city. So in many ways, I felt like that reflected uh, sort of the walkability of Savannah. Uh, what about you? I just had two. That was Savannah, Georgia. Same reasons that you had. You can. You don't even need a car if you move to Savannah, Georgia. You can just get everywhere on foot. Yeah. And then my second one was Gulf Shores, Alabama, which I know sounds crazy, but Gulf Shores, Alabama, wherever you want to go, it's, it's a long. Road. It's one road. It's so it's easy. It's like a three lane road yeah, each way. Exactly. And yeah, everything I guess that is. Makes it easy. It's like their. I think it's not their A one A. I can't. I don't know. It might be their whatever the street is. Maybe it is their A one A. Comparable. But everything is right off of that main road. So it's super easy as long as you have a car. Yeah, you, you it's can a lot get, of driving. You you're not going to be able to walk anywhere. No, you, when you ask somebody, how do you get here? They never say, go down here, turn left, turn right, turn left. They're like, go down here, turn right. Or left. That's it. Those are your two choices. <laughs> so Gulf Shores, Alabama is super easy. You're heading toward Florida or you're heading toward what, Mississippi? Uh, no, it's um, you're heading toward, is it? Yeah, you're heading toward Florida, you're heading toward Mississippi. Yeah, yeah the, exactly. That little, that little part of Mississippi yeah. that pokes out. And what did you think were the three most difficult places we visited in 2023 to get around? Uh, I would say Quebec City is difficult to get around. It's super congested in town. 
you can certainly walk up to the old city where the fort is and all that, but it's a schlep. It's up and down a mountain and all that. It's It felt very sectioned off to me. Uh, and so that was a little difficult. Um, I still say Orlando, man. I get lost in Orlando all the time. I take the wrong <laughs> ramps. I take, I just, I have, I don't know why. I lived here for a few years. You think you would know that. And it's like going through downtown. I was just leaving downtown the other day. Uh-huh. Uh huh. No, I had to go around the old Lake Eola twice. It's just a to nightmare. Get, just to catch the 408 and all that. It's, it's, it's a an, nightmare. It is a nightmare. It's like, why do we need so many on ramps, off ramps, and all this stuff? And, you know, I'm just, I know I sound like an old man. Oh, you do. Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> What's the deal with on-ramps? Yeah. What's the deal with the on-ramps? <laughs> and what's the deal with Washington, D.C.? Like I said, I spent two unwanted hours in Washington, D.C. on the same road. And I'm like, you know what? Not easy to get in or out. Everybody says that. Everybody knows that. The uh, the whole corridor from what is it? Alexandria, Virginia, all the way up past Philly and all that. Uh, that, whole, that whole mess on the 95. I just was not expecting that on a Sunday afternoon. Okay. Uh, those are my three. What about you? I actually only had one. I didn't have three. I mean, I don't like to make things up just to have three. So the only... I like to make things up. <laughs> well, mm-hmm. I do not. So uh, the only one I have is actually the Florida Keys. There's oh. only one road in and one road out. And it's a so, slow road. And it's a very slow road. So to me, that is one of the most difficult places to visit or vacation. Uh, be really careful what time of day you're going. Uh, right. oh, gosh, check your GPS. If it's all red, you might want to stop in Miami and have a, you know, have a dinner before you head down to the Keys and make sure that it lightens up. But there's literally go one, one, one road going north and one road going south. Yep. That's Truth. It. Yeah. That's the one. Yeah. All right. You had asked me, though, about uh, my three best coffee cities. Yes. Now, I don't drink coffee, so for me, I wouldn't have it. Uh, but you are, everyone knows, you love your coffee. I love my caffeine. Yeah, yes, so I do. Tell us. Uh, Jersey City. Okay. Whoa. That's your top one of 2003? Jersey, Jersey City actually probably is my top, my first one. Yeah. Hidden Grounds, Lackawanna Coffee, Hybrid, The Butler, The Grind Shop. And I think I tried two or three other ones while I was there, all oh at the gosh. urging of Patrick, okay. uh, you know, who we were visiting at the time. Um, I, 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 I think I missed one time in like nine trips to get coffee at nine different places. Okay, it's 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 a badass coffee scene. Okay, I you know when he told me I was like okay we'll see. <laughs> Well, we saw, and he was right. So he's right again. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and so uh, Savannah. Okay. Obviously, I love Savannah for many, many reasons. Savannah Coffee Roasters is actually in my top five of all time. Wow. Americanos. And I'm going to be soon on social media. I'm going to release my top five Americanos okay. in our travels and my top five sweet coffees. Ooh. I guess, for lack of a better, the, okay. the latte varieties. Um, Foxy Loxy is in Savannah. There are like three of those different names. They're all the Foxy Loxy company. They're amazing. My personal favorite cup was cup to cup coffee. Uh, but the problem with cup to cup is it's such a small place. There's nowhere to sit down. Remember that little tiny shop we went oh, in? Right? Yeah. It was like yep. one of the first places we went. Yep. It is to go. It is literally to yep. go coffee shop. Uh, Sentient Bean, I went to. <laughs> Uh, three great name three four times uh it's it, it was an awesome place and it's right at the south end of forsyth park name. so you can walk right into the park with your cup of coffee do a little walk around you can see the uh 
the uh, the world-renowned fountain in Savannah's Forsyth Park that they actually filled. You don't know this. You may not. Know, I don't know, maybe you do know this. Uh, they actually bought that fountain out of a, like a Sears catalog back uh -huh. in like the nineteen hundreds. When you when you Google Savannah, Georgia, the fountain comes up. That's a Sears catalog fountain. Yeah, dang. Or, or uh -huh. some catalog. It may not necessarily be Sears, but I think yeah, it was though. That's a story. They bought that out of a catalog. Uh, Mate Factor had excellent coffee, and it's run by a cult. It's like the 12 tribes of Israel cult or whatever the heck it is. Um, mm, this coffee runs on oppression. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and uh, one of my favorite finds there, the coffee was good, and it's a chain, but one of my favorite finds in Savannah, and I know they exist elsewhere, but uh, I had never been to one, and that is Biddy and Bowes. Have you heard of this place? Never heard of that. Biddy and Bowes is a place where their working model is they help um, people with disabilities gain employment and then obviously have a job and become successful citizens. So like I, for instance, have uh, my little cousin Curtis has Down syndrome. My secret dream is to open one of these places in Ohio somewhere so Curtis can come to work with me every day. That would be fun. Aww. That's cool. Even though I'm not going to live in Ohio, but okay. uh, <laughs> I'll still stay there. So anyway, uh, I think it's a fantastic uh, business model and, you know, it's helping uh, enable people that uh, should be enabled. So I'm a huge fan of that. And then last but not least, Salt Lake City. Uh, just recently on my trip, I discovered Salt Lake Roasting. Before that, I thought Alchemy was the best cup of coffee in Salt Lake City. But no, Salt Lake Roasting takes the cake. Uh, there's also Sugar House, Coffee House, and a million others. But uh, those are my three coffee cities, yeah. And three cities that had terrible coffee? Oh, my gosh. Corpus Christi, easy. Okay. Hartford, Connecticut, again, easy. Okay. Uh, both of them, uh, you know, like the Green Mountain Coffee, which is your typical, like it's your base level mm -hmm. office. Do you drink coffee? But yes, that's your office coffee. That's office coffee. That's basically the office saying, We'll give you minimal substance and we care this much about you. Oh, you know, and okay. that's what you find in every deli in Hartford. In Corpus, it's all AM, PM or Circle K coffee. Like oh. that's the, there was one good coffee shop eight miles from Parker's house or oh, something yeah. like that. Okay. So it's a coffee desert. Uh, and then I will say outside of Orlando, anywhere in Central Florida. Bad coffee. Oh, really? Bad, okay. bad coffee. Oh, man. What kind of coffee do you like, though? Uh, I like any. I mean, what I like, makes a coffee bad, though? Because literally just hot bean juice uh, and sugar and cream. No, Phil. Come on, Phil. Do you like the coffee that has like the, the, the cat poop in it? Oh, what's that? The cat poop? You talking Starbucks? No, no. There's, like a, like, there's, there's like a really gourmet from like Peru where the cats have to eat the beans and then they poop out the stuff no, and then they no, filter the. Oh my God. I've never heard Are you a coffee snob? No, no, no. Are you a coffee snob? No, no, I haven't okay. had that. I okay. haven't had the cat poop beans uh, coffee. He wants well, to know if you're a coffee snob. I am a coffee snob. But yeah. then you don't know the cat poop beans. But what do you, but what, what? Why would I ever want that coffee? I don't You'll never even know. But what, what makes a good coffee a good coffee though, honestly? Uh, the roast specifically and the beans. Uh, you can tell the sort of more commercialized beans that are, First off, and it's also the brew. Gosh, there are so many things that go into it. But, uh, you know, Dunkin' Donuts coffee versus something that has been sort of crafted at Beans and Bagels in Chicago mm -hmm. or somewhere like that. There's no comparison. I mean, if you line them up, it's just, you know, uh, I, I also tend and, and 
coffee files. Is that who we are? What are they mm. called? People that love coffee. Coffee enthusiasts. Aficionados. You was, you, Aficionados. You're, you're a Java file. Ten, Java. A Java file. Uh, tend to prefer it on the more robust or stronger side, and you just can't get that at many places. So, mm. like, if you're getting that, like, your average diner coffee is just, like, folders with some water run through it. Mm. And you can definitely taste the difference of that. It tastes... Um, I don't know. I think you th- sometimes sour, sometimes bitter. You need to open up a coffee shop. Oh, we've talked about this. We have. You really should. Except, you know, the coffee machine that they have, that any, every coffee shop has, they're $100,000. Do you know which coffee really you have ones. to sell to make back just that machine, not overhead, oh. not counter space? That's why coffee is like $7 a cup, because those machines are $100,000. Mm. So, yeah. You should call it coffee snobs. Oh, that's a good one. You yeah. know, I'm up for it. Okay. We gotta find a hometown. Okay. We got. You can, we got. A, there's a place, place over there, right down, right down here. There's. You a, should open it up. Oh right. Oh, there's an empty store here <laughs> in the. Uh, yes, uh, Phil you needs should. A good coffee shop in the mall. Yeah, man. Are there any coffee shops? We got the DMV here, man. Man, you guys, had... all the people that would come. Uh, yeah, yeah, man. That's actually Phil. Phil has a location, and he has the um, customers. All we need to do is have the seed money. Yeah. We need to we need to find we need to find a, a, one of those hundred thousand dollar coffee machines that's being on, liquidated because of business went under. Yeah, on Facebook Marketplace. <laughs> Man, just get like four Keurigs and you're good to go. Oh, that's <laughs> Keurig. A good one. Oh. oh my gosh, Phil, that's a good one. No, well, it was really funny. Uh, we could the, do the bait and switch. I could pretend like I'm yeah. pouring it, but it really just came from a Keurig. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. But I made a cup of coffee for my brother-in-law like last week and. He uh, he does the old school percolator. You know those ones where it's like the kettle is yeah, the it's, pot. It's the snob, the coffee snob way, the the uh, pretentious way. To no, make coffee. no, no, no. It's like it's like the 1950s way of making coffee, where it's like they have a vat and they just have a thing at the top, and then it it heats up and the water comes down and yeah, like that's, it boils that's, through and comes. Yeah, back that's down the hipster again. way. Yeah. Oh, is the it? hipsters are oh, doing yeah, that's that the hipster. Now. That's oh, the pretentious. Okay. Co- I thought, yeah. Oh. I thought the hipsters were big on the pour overs. No, it's that now. That's like the new trend now. Oh, percolators? Like, it's like, I mean, the, to me, a percolator is the, is the, the dance, but, <laughs> but, but, but yeah. It's Wait, that, do that motion again? We missed it. Okay, there you go. <laughs> but yeah, that, that's what I see now. And it doesn't taste any better to me. Have you tasted it like that? I mean, I've had, yeah, I've had good percolator coffee. Have and, you? And you think, and it's like, it's different yeah. to I mean, you're French, about to say, you're about to say my brother uses a percolator. And yeah, so he uses a percolator, but then I made him a cup of my coffee and he was like, oh my gosh, I was awake the rest of the afternoon. <laughs> just, Do you think the percolator made it less potent or just his coffee that he's picking? It's the coffee, right? It's probably both. Okay. Yeah. I mean, they just, I think the generation above us. The boomers, yeah, I think they're just more used to like where I grew up in Ohio. There's a pot of coffee. If you go into any house, there's a pot of coffee on all day long. Anybody older than you guys just likes it black, and they'll heat it Pretty up much. in a microwave. Yeah, they'll heat it up in a microwave. Yeah, and it, and they'll make it like dishwater because they sip on like if you like. I worked at a Granger's. Do you know what Granger's? Yeah. It's like a wholesale industrial supplier. I worked in one of those in college, and whenever we would, you know, like all the guys would just make Folgers, but it would be like dishwater dirty dishwater and you mm. and they would sip on it all day it was just an excuse to go to the work the break room mm. and slag off for a couple minutes and then come back out so you know but once i got to la and once i got spoiled because la is 
I think LA, frankly, gives Seattle a run for its money in, in the coffee game. But and I know it's sacrilege. Man, to we need to have some excursions to where I I, I test you. I get you some cheap coffee okay. from McDonald's or someplace it. versus your coffee snob coffee. I, I will say tell this: me I would rather have McDonald's t- black coffee than Dunkin' Donuts black coffee. Oh, yeah. Okay. McDonald's okay. black coffee now, as opposed to ten or fifteen years ago, they've leveled up. It's right. actually not bad. See, it's, I, it's I not wanna, a bad road coffee if you're going to get stuck at a drive-through somewhere. I want to put you to the test. See if you can tell. I think we I'm should up do for that. It. I, that sounds I'm good up to for me. Seven dollar coffee versus dollar ninety nine yeah, coffee. Yeah, see if he knows the difference. I'd be like uh, those wine snobs that can't tell two buck chuck from, <laughs> <laughs> from, from Opus. We'll see if you really are a coffee snob. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, so that's it. I don't know what else you got. You got anything else for twenty twenty three? Um. No, actually, I don't. I mean, really quick. Do you prefer to be a passenger or a driver when we're on the road? When we're on the road? Yeah. You know what's weird? Remember in L.A. all the time I would say you're driving? Yes. I would always say that. Uh, I've driven at least not so much in 2022. We split it a lot. But I notice I've driven a lot more in 2023. You have, and you always jump in the driver's side. I do. Why? Uh, I don't know. I think, like. The open road, the adventure, all those things I couldn't get sitting in L.A. traffic. I'm into it now. Like, oh. I like being behind the wheel. On okay. three, say, both of you guys say who the better driver is. One, two, three. James. Denise. <laughs> no, it's Denise. Denise is the better driver. Okay. <laughs> I just, I'm not going to say anything. I think we're on a good mood. I, I was going to say, she's a better driver. We're just going to get there an hour later. But uh, I drive slow. You don't no. drive particularly no. slow. No. I just See? don't do 90. I shouldn't have said it. I don't do 90. I shouldn't have said it, Phil. I, I said it. I don't think anyone needs to do 90 ever. <laughs> I disagree. I do 80. I, I think, think sometimes you need to do fine. 90. Okay. All yeah. right. <laughs> I mean, look, if the semi trucks are doing 80, why shouldn't you be doing 90? No. All right. Disagree, no. huh? Yeah. Uh-huh. All right. Let's keep it in a good mood. Let's wish everyone a happy new year. Happy New Year. I hope everyone had a great 2023. And thank you so much for listening and looking forward to new adventures in 2024. Yes. Happy New Year, everyone. Thank you for all the support you've given us over the year. It's been an incredible journey. We can't wait to extend it and keep it going. We still have yet to find that hometown. I'm being noncommittal, I know. Uh, You're in love with everything. What? You're in love with everything. Everywhere we go, you I like am. it. Yeah. I am. You're so impressionable. I am. Maybe that'll change in 2024. I, I, I experience town promiscuity all the time. Uh, anyway, you guys have a good year. Hope your New Year's is great. Hope your holidays are fantastic. We will see you on the other side. Take them out. Empty nest, full tank. Check the mic and make sure it sound right, boys.